box. You open it, we take. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. Who are you? Explorers in further regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. Call you meatloaf? Hello, everybody, and welcome to How I Met Your Monster, the show where we discuss the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. I'm Zach. I'm Danny. And I'm Casey. And today, we have a very special guest with us. Yes. Danny Salem. I'm back, bitches. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Welcome to the show, Danny. Thanks for having well me done. on, guys. Yeah. It's so nice to be here. You'll be back again if you're lucky. If I'm lucky. <laughs> if I'm... Oh, for fuck, I'm such a dumbass. I was going to be like, if I'm one of the lucky ones. And I was like, oh, they yeah, always no. call the loved ones. Nope. <laughs> God damn it. Nope. Um, yeah, today we are talking about the loved ones. Um, oh, my God. Danny, was this, this the first time you saw it? This is the first time I saw it. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. Did any of you watch it with your significant others? Yes. Oh, no. Cody was like sitting there. <laughs> And then he was like, is this horror? I was like, yeah. He's like, Bye. I don't know about this. <laughs> he just walked out. <laughs> Matt goes, after it was over, Matt goes, man, I don't know if that was even worth watching. And I said, you didn't like it? And he goes, well, I liked it, but that was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it was, this, is a, this is fudged up. I don't like see that. Fudged. I don't know. I watch so much other fucked up shit. I'm like, this isn't bad at all. But. This movie is like, first of all, I'll just say like right out of the gate, I, I think it's a very good movie. I liked it. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, very well-made movie, but it is like crossing that line of the type of horror that I'm willing to just like kick back and watch and like, you know, on like a Friday night because it's fucking dark mm-hmm. and I was not expecting. I went into this movie with like no trailers. I don't even know like the plot. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it um, it threw me for quite a loop. <laughs> quite a loop. Yeah, I like I can't do. I mean, I can watch it, but I don't enjoy it. Um, like the just torture movies where sure, like someone's yeah. whatever, yeah. and like this is almost there. I mean, it kind of is, but there's like a good story behind it. Yeah, and so I'm okay watching it because of the story. But if it was just if there if there was any if the story was any less than what it is, I'd be like, eh, I'm with you there. I much. need a good story to justify that kind of stuff. I feel like, an old. I'm like, hey, you're going to justify that sort of behavior on the two. See now who's the old man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. No, you need a good story. You're right. And I need a happy ending. If it's just going to mm-hmm. be dark and like, just miserable to sit through. And I know that's like objective. I just mean, or subjective. I just mean like if it's literally just misery on screen of people just dying and being tortured and then it just ends. I'm like, and there is a movie. I Well, oh, I don't want to say it now because I don't want to. I know it. what you're going to. Well, I'm going to tell. I'm going to say what it is because I fucking hated it. What? Here, here, Casey. Here's a movie <laughs> that I fucking hate. <laughs> the Strangers. 
Oh, no, that's not what I was going to say, but it's very similar. I, I will say that. That movie, very similar. They, they fucking get, they're, they're tormented the whole fucking movie. Well, I and never finished the it. End, well, don't, you don't have to because the fucking bad guys win. But that's my they, favorite, Zach. Oh, well, then you'll fucking love it. The reason why I get frustrated <laughs> with movies like that, like I get like every writer has a story to tell. And I'm sure whoever wrote that had a, a reason and they could probably justify it and it makes sense. My thing is, why even bother then with any setup? You know, is it just that everything is pointless? Like, why have it about like? Well, why does every movie to... have to end happily? Not happy. It doesn't even have to be happy, but like <laughs> something to warrant the sort of like an ending that doesn't satisfy its promise. You know, like mm. you have. And I get it. Like it, it's it could just be about subverting expectations. Like you have a home break-in invasion movie, so you're assuming that your heroes are going to win, but they don't. So it's like okay, I can I get that. But my point is, is like, why even have like this fraught, you know, like messed up relationship? You know, like this couple that's sort of on the rocks. Why, mm-hmm. if it's just going to be constantly like one miserable thing after the other? Yeah. Just like, ugh, I'm just like mad and like bummed at the end. I'm like, okay, great. Life sucks. People suck. And, and they're <laughs> like, in that movie, especially, they don't even say why they're doing it. And so maybe if they had like some motive and there was like a whole thing and then they won and the, the good guys lost and all that stuff, maybe okay. But there's no reason. They're just doing it to do it, as far as we know. And they fucking just, just what if they were like, why are you doing this? Like, you're Liv Tyler. <laughs> like, you're Liv ah, Tyler and some wow. other guy. So well, then why are you like doing Scott this to me? Speedman or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why do action movies get to have a terrible plot? I mean, that's fair. Example. I, mean, I guess it depends. Yeah. Oh, Zach, you know that you like some stupid ass action movies. Why? Like, I want to know, like, do you just think action movies are all dumb? No, no, not all of them, but they usually get a pass because they're entertaining. So horror movies can be entertaining without having a good plot. Well, I, in fact, would like a horror movie like that. I would love The Strangers, I'm sure. I just don't want to be sad. Life's it doesn't sad. make me sad. <laughs> I don't get sad after watching movies. I mean, that's like, fair. Sad movies. I'm very like. I mean, I guess that's the beautiful thing about movies. Something for everyone. I mean, I'm I'm very like, I can disassociate myself really well, so. Now I'm stuck on the action movie thing. What? You like The Expendables? Uh, the first one, yeah. You like the second one? I think so. I didn't yeah. really, I don't think I cared for the third one. Because it's fun. But yeah, well, the, the third one is still fun, but it's stupid. Why don't horror movies get the same pass? Well, they do. Mm. Like, no, I they watched, don't. I watched a fucking movie last night called The Intruder, and it was. All right, tell us about it. Fucking garbage. It had <laughs> okay. Sam Raimi. Okay. Bruce Campbell was in it. Wait, in it? Yeah. 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 Ted Raimi was in it. Um, The effects were done by K&B. Okay. Greg Nicotero, Mm -hmm. um, Robert Kurtzman, and Howard Howard Berger. Mm -hmm. Effects were done by them. It was produced by Lawrence Bender, who produced Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Um, And it is... This is not adding up. So bad. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> but like, where's the twist? Like the the kills were really cool. Okay. And it's just like one of those movies. 
I'm assuming, I mean, I guess I'm comparing it to like your example of the Expendables 2, mm-hmm. where it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not a good movie, but you could watch it with like a group of people and have a good time. Um, so yeah, I'm not saying that horror doesn't get a pass. Like, like with <laughs> the strangers, it's just fucking devastating. It's not even fun. That's well, my okay. thing is like, okay. I'm like, go all out balls to the wall be as gory as you want as fucked up as you want but give us like a little room to breathe give us a little like oomph at the end you know something that we can latch on to where it's like okay i endured that but like the main character hopefully but not necessarily came out alive you know like there's some relief something so that you can walk out of it like oh that was an experience rather than oh god (laughs) like except that that was probably their whole idea was to make you feel that way i mean that's Mm -hmm. fair and and by no means am i saying like these movies shouldn't exist i just don't they just don't sit well with me yeah personally well casey actually now that i think about it you should watch the intruder because you would love it (laughs) You know why? Why? Because the bad guy wins at the end. <laughs> Thanks. Spoiler alert. Come on, dude. I can fucking. It's so bad. Like, <laughs> there's a shot. A girl picks it. So it's made in like 1989, right? So telephones are still wired and have the rotary. Rotary. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Rotary. <laughs> the um, and there's a shot from inside the phone. Like with like the little like holes. They used like a, they used like a mat to put over the lens that has a circle. <laughs> like it looks like someone just cut it out perfectly with an exacto knife. It's a circle and then like I guess ten little holes for all the numbers. <laughs> and like the girl picks up the phone and you're watching her have this conversation from inside the phone. <laughs> Why? There's so many like weird transitions. Like they they shot from underneath on like a piece of glass and she's like sweeping the floor and so she like <laughs> she like sweeps and then like it sweeps to like a different scene. <laughs> hmm. It's so bizarre. That sounds amazing. Well, it's on Shutter if you want to watch it. No, All I right. take that back. I take okay. that back. It's okay. on Tubi. Oh, or not Tubi. <laughs> it's, Does it's that like mean it has weird. ads? Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear Danny what you have been watching in your absence uh i've just been watching the world go around you know what i mean <laughs> just, yeah tell us about it i'm just sitting there watching the windows <laughs> go around and around <laughs> really love to watch them roll Doodle-doo-doo. no longer riding on the merry-go-round <laughs> i just had to let I it go, let it go. <laughs> <Doo-doo-doo>. <laughs> I just had to <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Great job. Thank you. And that's what mm-hmm. I've been, Zach and I have been working on, a little secret. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've got with your two yeah. weeks. Um, I, uh, I saw Scream, the new Scream. Did you? I did, and then I saw it again. Oh. And then, okay. uh, then I saw it again. So I <laughs> saw Scream. Good. Three times. Three times? Nice. Yeah, we, fig- we figured nice. that. Um, yeah. I loved it every time. I loved it more with each viewing. Um, I'm not going to go Good. too into it because I know you guys have already done a little bonus episode, which everyone should check out right now. 
That's right. Stop what you're doing. And no, but I, yeah. um, you being our, our scream, uh, uh, that's, not the right, <laughs> that's not the right word. Um, our scream guy. Our scream slut. You being our scream guy. <laughs> go into it just a little bit, Danny. No spoilers. Oh, oh God. Where do I start? Uh, 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 um, I have so many thoughts and none of them are contained. I just, I loved it. I just thought they did a great job. I feel like I've watched so many like YouTube videos of like YouTube critics and uh, sort of giving their two cents on their thoughts of the movie. And they've all sort of like just said it better than I ever could. It just, everything works. Um, Mm -hmm. The way that like the new cast and the legacy characters kind of like weave together is just very seamless. Um, The, I thought the motives were great. I thought the acting was phenomenal. Um, I have so many favorite like standout lines and quotes and characters, but I'm like, it's so hard to like, you can't really gush about it right now because you don't want to spoil things because it's still so fresh. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, I will say, is this a spoiler? No. Say it. I will say there is one (laughs) cameo in the movie that stole the entire show for me. It has... It's my favorite cameo. It was like such a joy to see this person come back because you didn't think they would. And they have the best quote. And it's literally just one line. And this is not spoiling any anything, but it's for anyone who's seen it will know. It's a character who says suspects. <laughs> Can I say who it is? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who it is. I've only seen it once, but I think I know who it is. Go okay. Ahead. It's um, Martha Meeks. That's, yeah, I figured Andy's it was Martha Meeks. I was literally like a ball of joy when she came on the screen. It was just like. Which is so funny to me because like she's only in Scream 3 for like two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, it's, I mean, I was great. I was glad to see her too. It's like, oh, that's cool. But it's, it's funny how. I think it's the fact that it's Heather Matarazzo. It's this great actress mm-hmm. that like diehard fans would just be so excited to see her return just for like fan service, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the way that she's used just as like, you know, for as just a short time in this one, but it's still just as I, to be, I'm not even exaggerating. I say like, she stole it for me. There's just something about like, she's on the screen for like maybe 10, 15 seconds. And she mm-hmm. consumes every like layer of, scenery that she's in she's just like chewing it up and like just owning it and she sells it and delivers it and it's so funny it's so charming um and it's such a fun way to sort of like another way to tell the audience like yes we are still you know keeping in mind that the sequels exist um Mm -hmm. you know like they do that in like little ways you know like confirming the survival of a character who supposedly passed away in part four kirby Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah. She's alive? When Richie is on his computer and he's watching the video about Stab 8, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. you can see in the right, it says um, Woodsboro Massacre survivor Kirby Reed opens up an interview or something like that. Nice. And I was like, nice. Hey. So hopefully she's going to come back. That's awesome. But um, my friend Jimmy came out and visited because we were going to watch. We, we went to go see the new scream together and it was like a good excuse to get him out to visit and um we ended up it was sort of like a very impromptu plan the day that scream came out the day we were going to go see it we ended up renting a car in the morning 
and we drove up to Santa Rosa where they filmed the first Scream. Mm. And we visited, um, we saw Casey Becker's house, which was so cool, um, but very far away. Like we literally were just sitting on the side of the road, like taking pictures like creeps. And I remember mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, this really in the first one, the killer is like, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, he's literally out in the middle of nowhere. Like, is right. 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 there. <laughs> um, and then we went to Stu Mocker's house. Oh, man. I'm not sure if we were allowed to because um, it said private. <laughs> were there signs? Yeah, oh, it's yes. a private okay. road. Yeah. So we drove up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're not the first people. Right. Well, it, right. okay. That's so probably why the sign says private. Mm-hmm. So. If you know me well, you know that I'm like a very anxious person and I don't normally tr- like to cross line. I like to be the polite gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, you like hulked out in this one. You're like, <laughs> you ripped like, your shirt open. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> and I assume that you were driving a stick shift, you know, up the private drive. I love that you give me enough credit to think that I could drive stick. <laughs> I know. I, I know you can't. It's cool. <laughs> um, no, so we're driving We're driving there and we're so excited. We're like, so Casey's house was cool, but this is the one we were like giddy about. Mm-hmm. And we're playing the Scream soundtrack and like Trouble in Woodsboro's playing and we're just loving life. <laughs> and we, we go there and we realize the house is so far up on this hill. Like you can see it, but it's just so far away. So... I pull up to the driveway and it clearly says private road. So I'm like, God damn it. So Jimmy gets out, snags a few photos and he gets back in the car. I drive away and I'm like, Hmm, hold on a second. So I pull over and I start Googling. I'm like, can you get, you know, like in trouble for driving down a private road? You know, like what are the, what's the, as can you be fined? Like what are the actual rules? Like if you're not doing anything, you're just driving and leaving. Like you're not just like breaking in. Um, so I Google it and they said, as long as it doesn't say no trespassing, it's fine. Like you can drive and then like, if you're turning around or something, so I'm like, okay, it's kind of mm-hmm. a gray legal area. So I'm going <laughs> to, so the cops show up and you <laughs> yeah. guys are listening to the scream soundtrack, wearing your Woodsboro shirts yeah. and you're like, oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I was like hiding my shirt. I was like, imagine we like show up with like ghost face masks. We're like, oh, we're just here. Uh, we just got lost. Yeah. I don't know. We just got lost. <laughs> Um, no, but we drive. So when I tell you it's a long driveway, it like goes up to another house and like a barn and then it goes up to another road. So it's like super, super long, very windy. And I'm driving up and there's like three different gates on the way up to the house. We go through the first gate and Jimmy's like next to me. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, you just crossed the (laughs) gate. Oh my God, are we doing this? And I'm like, ah, like freaking out. So then I keep driving up and then there's another gate. And Jimmy's like looking at me and he's like, it's open. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go through. (laughs) And I'm like, freak. I'm like so nervous. Like someone's going to come out with a chainsaw because it was like the whole area like looks like straight out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but like on a windy hill. And um, so I drive up even further and then there's a sign and it says, oh, no, I'm I'm (laughs) hold on. Jimmy is Googling while we're driving up and he goes, Danny, this is a wedding venue. They do weddings at this house. I'm like, really? And he shows it to me. It's like literally the Stumacher house. They do weddings. So then I see another sign and it's like, welcome to yada, 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 um, parking on the right. So I'm like, oh, this is like private, but you it like it's not a house, yeah. it's not a residence. So I'm like, oh, we're, we're doing this. So I'm driving up and I'm still nervous because there's no one around. And there's this guy on like in a golf cart 
and he works there and he's like, you know, the landscape, like, you know what I mean? Uh, gardener. And he like comes over to me and I like slow down. I'm like, I'm like, is this the wedding venue? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like right up there. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah. It says a film by Wes Craven on my shirt. I'm like, oh, perfect. Thank you. So I drive up and it's very, <laughs> it's very deceiving. Um, in the movie, it makes it seem as though like the road comes from the front of the house when actually mm-hmm. to get to Stu's house, you go, it comes up from behind and then there's like a little roundabout. So we, we drive up and I'm like looking at the house. Jimmy's just like snapping photos. I'm like, be cool, be cool, be cool. I'm like, put the photo <laughs> down, like put the camera down, like just like be cool. And he's like, oh, you're right. You're right. So we're driving around and I see this, these people like parked in the driveway and they're just glaring at us like the most like dead eyed serious faces so i'm like mm, and i'm like tr-. so for, so by the way i almost drove into their garden because i was so nervous <laughs> i'm like going toward the roundabout but i look at them and then i'm like ah and then i almost hit the garden but i was like i can't reverse so i'm like cutting the wheel and these people are just staring at me like not able to go around a, a very simple roundabout <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like just driving and I'm like looking around like, oh, <laughs> as though like to be like, oh, this is right. a wedding. Right. You're, You're looking around. for something. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when I tell you how complicated it was to go up this private driveway, it's like, oh, this isn't the right spot. I clearly was lying. Um, so I drive away and like I go back down and we're all like, you know, like, yeah, we're like, you know, celebrating, blasting like Sydney's lament, like a bunch of weirdos, like <laughs> so excited. <laughs> And um, and that was it. That's the story. But the people at the house, I'm pretty sure that they were doing literally exactly what we were doing because it, I could have sworn the guy had like ghost face masks on his shirt, like little ones. But it was so quick that I couldn't register it. So we probably could have had a bonding moment. But. They're sitting in the car looking at you guys being like, oh, fuck, the owners are here. Get oh, my God, here. what are we going to do? <laughs> Just play it cool, man. Just play it cool. Yeah. Just stare at them. <laughs> Act mean. <laughs> well, if, if that gar- if that guy really was like the groundskeeper gardener, man, you need to tell him they either need to get a new groundskeeper or he needs to do a better job because I yeah. saw those photos of <laughs> – of the grounds. The grounds in the front of the house. And it's like. He's not keeping them very well. He's constantly yes. directing traffic. He's like, it's up there. <laughs> it's like, can I just plant this dandelion? <laughs> dandelion. That's nice. Well, okay. Let's get into All it. All right. Let's do, Let's do it. Um, are you guys ready to meet our monster? I'm ready to freaking rock, dude. I'm ready to fucking run over our monster. Ready to fucking rock, dude. Ready to fucking rock, dude. I wanna rock. And this year's queen of the dance is Lola Stone. Whistle King. 
We are here today to introduce you listeners to the Stones, Lola Stone right. and Daddy Stone. <laughs> Daddy Stone. Oh, yeah. The, it literally credited as Daddy. So, yes, credited as Danny and Princess. We're- Danny and Princess. <laughs> I am the princess. Credited as Daddy and Princess. Daddy and Princess. This is the final film in our problematic parents month here on how i met your monster um and it's a it's a fucking creepy it's a doozy it's a fucking creepy parent to go out on Mm -hmm. um yeah i actually forgot about uh, that part of this movie yeah me too yeah i remembered that there was like a vibe between them Mm -hmm. But I had forgot about that dancing scene. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, I got that in my notes. Where if they wouldn't have gotten interrupted by their, like, tortured house guests that they were going to make out? Yes, that yeah. part. That's the yeah. Part. Are we to assume, I know we're jumping around, but are we to assume that, like, that kind of moment happens every time she brings a boy home? Or is that just, like, a special night? I think that it was a special night. Okay. I think so, too. Yeah, because she says, I yeah. was always trying to find the one daddy, but it's always been me. Yeah, because she had, like... The I guess we were, you know, she had gone through so many frogs, as she calls them. Um, and she finally realized that her daddy was her prince. <laughs> oh, you know what um, I thought would have been a fun um, alternate title for this movie? The Last Dance. Because it's like ah. when you're on a date and you want the last dance with your date, but then this is her last mm-hmm. dance. Save the last dance. This is part of the Save the Last Dance franchise. This is the prequel. <laughs> what a movie. Oh. I loved that movie when I was younger. Oh, me too. I'm sure it's terrible, though. It's been a long time since I've watched it. It's been a long time, been a long time, been a long time. Oh, are we, are we doing this again? We're very singy today. <laughs> I know. So right off the bat, we get one of my favorite characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. The dad. Yeah. Well, it, isn't it a shame? He's in it for like two minutes, maybe. Yeah. And he just like his presence on screen is just so I don't know. You just think like, oh man, this is a nice guy. It's yeah. like Martha Meeks in Scream Twenty Twenty Two. It's <laughs> these parents have like a few seconds of scenery and they're like, Let's do this. So they've yeah. the intro actually like reminds me of it feels like a coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. Right, like with the song and everything, and the and the dad and the son are goofing around in the car, and then dad dies. But you know, other than that, um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, a dad could die in a coming of age movie. I know, I know, but they uh, in a coming of age movie, they probably wouldn't have seen a half naked, uh, tortured kid with blood oh, all over God. his body in the middle of the road either. Well, you know, technically, this is a coming of age movie. I guess you're right. Coming of <laughs> age horror. Wow, we created a new genre. What? I mean. I don't know if we did. Like, Danny wrote one. Did I? Yeah. Are we talking about Cottonmouth? Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for saying that I wrote something. If anyone's out there and wants to make a movie, it's called Cottonmouth. Get at me. Cottonmouth. Not me. It's Not a me. coming yeah. of age horror movie. So I found a little interesting thing that I, <laughs> I definitely took farther than it was actually intended i know for a fact okay when we are in the hallway of the high school at the Mm -hmm. beginning and his um what's the girl's name valentine mia mia no mia Mia. yeah mia opens her locker 
and her locker is B24. Okay. And I was thinking vitamins. Like, Good. Okay. B24 is a vitamin? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Shit will fuck you up. I thought it was B12. Well, 12 is 24 is divisible by 12. This is the sequel. You know. I was thinking, I was like, this is kind of like if A24 made a horror movie in Australia. <laughs> this is yes. a B24 movie. Or if That's they made exactly movies. what that is. Um, <laughs> it's possible. They're like, man, like we'd really want A24 to make this movie, but they didn't. So we're going to be B24. Shout out. We're going to put that in. It on does locker. feel like an A24 yeah. movie, though. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like textbook. That vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we do get our first monster intro right off the bat in Lola Stone, just sneaking her way around those lockers like a like Lincoln a snake. locker snake. She's asking Brent. She's like, "You want to go to the dance with me?" And he's like, "No, girl, I have a girlfriend." No, he yeah. was nice though. He was and like, sh- yeah, he was. In, he was nice about it. He's he's like, sorry. Uh, and then he didn't even want to tell his girlfriend because he didn't want, you know, he like didn't want it. Oh yeah, I why assume. was that? Just to not make. Yeah, I assume that Lola like it didn't it. matter, and yeah. yeah. Did she really ex- like? She asked him the day of the dance. Yeah, weird. Like, what do you expect? She's setting herself up for failure. Well, right. If we're gonna talk about um, the problems that Lola has, <laughs> um, I would say that she is. Um, I don't know, mentally ill. Could yeah. I bit. mean, you could yeah. say that. She's very childish, too. I am curious to hear what you guys think about, like, why she is how she is. Is she, is it just a hereditary thing? Was she raised that way? Just a nature versus nurture sort of thing? Well, you see the mom, bright eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Who knows how long the dad's been doing this? Right. That's what I was thinking, too. And is that, like, her real mom? Or is that... I don't think a so. Stepmom, because she says, "Mom, or Dad won't like you anymore," and then yeah, I would assume that he chicken. would just go find another person. Yeah, because then when she like uh, suffocates her, mm-hmm. she calls her mommy. Mommy, yeah, yeah. But oh god, there's so much to this movie I want to talk about. Like, all right, why yeah. Does she, <laughs> why does she put her out of her misery? Does she care about her? She doesn't care about anybody. <laughs> right. But that's the end of the movie. We haven't even started yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rewind. Oh, oh, so, uh, well, you said that they did the whole, like, she asks him out, he says no, then he goes in the car, and he's getting a blowy in the car, and Lola is just staring at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't do it in the car, if you don't want people to see you. And you gotta do what you gotta do. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't don't watch people have sex if they're in the car. Or if you're gonna do it, have tinted windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, creepy <laughs> moment. Um, but right before you get that, um, the dad sneaking up behind Brent at the mm-hmm. like in the woods, the quarry, I guess. the quarry, the quarry. <laughs> um, get out of the quarry, that child. <laughs> you see, kind of where Brent's mental state is. I mean, it's kind of clear where he is given his looks after the six months and his dad died, but mm-hmm. he's. You know, he's got the razor blade and he's gripping it in his hand and just fucking metal metal. And you see the cuts on his side of his uh, belly. 
Yeah. Um, but really the scene where he is hanging off of the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh man, he's literally he's just living like, on the edge. Yeah, he doesn't give a yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. Um But we do see him almost fall and it like he has those survival skills. Like he wants yeah. he does not want to die. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Because he is, he's holding himself responsible for his dad's death. He thinks his mom hates him. Right. So that's the thing. So not to, I'm kind of jumping the gun again, but does the mom think that he hurt himself? Is that sort of like when he disappears and doesn't show up? Because that's probably. No, because she's not like. Well, the dog. Oh, that's right. So she's worried because. I forgot about that. Somebody but right before she sees Holly at the front door knocking to pick him up for the dance mm-hmm. and she comes home and she's all worried and she's like, have you seen him? Do you know where he is? Yeah. So she was worried about him before the dog came home. Yeah. So are you asking like in that moment, what was she worried about? Was she worried that yeah, he, had, I was, he had hurt himself? I just thought that was interesting because if it if that was the case, then it's kind of like telling us that his fears of like his mom blaming him or something probably aren't true yeah i don't actually like really i didn't necessarily think that his mom hated him she was just depressed because her husband yeah yeah Yeah. so all the shit he's putting himself through is all just like kind of like self-manifested yeah just like Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure he blames himself yeah well there's that that time that holly asks the mom if she blames him and the mom doesn't answer yeah Mm. she just sits there talk about show not tell Mm. that's right (laughs) um the fucking dog, man. Yeah. Does Not happy does, about this, guys. Does the dog die.com. We'll put that back in the show notes. Um, yeah. Because... I wish one of you, I know you mentioned it in the other episode, but you should have reminded us to use that before I, I watched this. <clears throat> Good God. When the dog came crawling in, I was like, oh, yeah, he got stabbed. But then I forgot that he actually died. Yeah. I know. Like I did too. That, she t- that Holly took him in the car and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I also like, like I said, I'm really good at um, taking myself away from that stuff. Like animal deaths don't bother me at all in movies, even though I'm a huge animal lover and stuff like that, because I'm just like, not a real dog. Not a real right. dog. Nope. Well, not a real well dog. it is a real dog. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real dog dying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dog's not really dead. I mean, probably sound. is dead now. But You're like hearing it die and you're like, oh. It's called agonal breathing. Um, I love the scene where, I don't love the scene where the dog dies, but I love that you just see the car stop at the side of the road mm-hmm. and like the camera is so far back, but you can still see her like mm-hmm. lean forward on the steering wheel in like just defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was just nicely shot. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Um, before we get into, um, some of the other like monstery stuff, did I miss something? What was the point of, the whole subplot with Jamie, the friend going to the date, going to the dance with um, Mia, the gothy Rachel McAdams. Do you know who her brother, did you catch on to who her brother was? Mm-mm. Her yeah, brother so... was the boy from the beginning who almost, who they almost hit. What? How yeah. did I miss yeah. that? Oh. Well, you find out that her last name is Valentine when he goes to pick her up. And then she says, Tommy Valentine later, and he's gets that he gets that flash when he sees the picture of him with the the heart carved in his chest. Then that's right. Brent has a flashback of the kid. He's like, "That was him." And then 
Oh, I just did and not then, put that together. That because then really later when Mia comes home and she's in bed crying, mm-hmm. and the dad's there, and she's like, "Why can't you find him?" She was talking about her brother. Oh, and then 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 you get why like the mom is all like, she's there's that scene where she like rolls over in bed mm-hmm. when the the dad the cop is on the phone with Brent's mom, mm-hmm. and Mia's mom rolls over and like you see a tear go down her face. Um, that makes sense. God, that went right over my head. Jesus. Yeah. Well, and no, I didn't. I've seen. I think this was the third or fourth time I've seen this movie, and I did not catch that on the first. Oh, okay. Viewing. So, um, God, you idiot! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fucking idiot! <laughs> wow. Now we really get into the world of this monster. Yes. We are thrown into a world of sexy dolls sex not sexy dolls but like sex dolls stuff. having sex <laughs> so before that i would say is the actual reveal because he's in the back of the car after oh, the yeah. dad because you don't really know it's her dad that takes him yet oh yeah. they get out of the yeah because they stop and pick up that roadkill yeah and they come back and he opens up the the tarp over yes. the back yeah and she's like He's dead. And then yeah. like they hear his heartbeat. Right. Ugh. So oh, that's weird. when you first find out that they're the people who took him. Okay. Right. Right. Um, and then we get the, then we the, get the doll orgy. And the, the doll orgy and the, the scrapbook. Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> that song. Is my heart still broken? This is the most musical episode. <laughs> it is. And you know what's funny? That song gets stuck in my head oh, every time I watch me this too. movie. Me too. For like for like two days. Yep. Me too. <laughs> and a terrible song. It's a terrible song. Um, but that brings me back to like her being <laughs> her being super childish. One of the things is the all the do- the doll orgy. Mm-hmm. God. Um, yeah. And like all the cutouts of like the models with their heads cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Their bodies. Mm-hmm. Just the bodies. Um, and then we get another. We, we already know from the kidnapping and all this that the dad is a, a monster. Right. Yeah. But now we find out that he's a creepy fucking monster. Yeah. We get another layer to the monster. Yes. Um, yes. He gets her a prom dress and mm-hmm. she wants him to fucking wait till she puts it on and he can't stop looking. He starts drooling everywhere. He starts <laughs> drooling. Yeah, this is a very dirty movie on so many levels. It is. Like, mm-hmm. physically dirty, just visually dirty, just everything's dirty. I just felt dirty after I watched it. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casey's like, yeah, Good. Fuck yeah. I'm glad. Your movies are too nice, Danny. Yeah, Danny. I want to be like a little princess. A little too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be like this princess? I want to be like Lola the princess. So here's a question. Next, our next bit of reveals is when he wakes up at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Which is worse, mm-hmm. this dinner scene or Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> I was um, going to say, it reminded me of that so much. Oh. It's tough. It is. I think this is, I think this is worse. Let's compare and contrast. 
Well, I don't know, because at that point in Texas Chainsaw, they've already murdered your friends. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, because I was going to say the loved ones, like you're actually there while there's somebody in front of you that has a hole drilled in their head. And in Texas Chainsaw, you're not with anybody that's mutilated, but they they have already done that. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. choose. Toss a coin. I'd go to either. <laughs> I guess both are just horrible. Yeah. Um, Considering the outcome, if I were to lose against either one of them, the in Texas Chainsaw, I'm just getting killed. Right. So right, it's yeah. like, right, right, it's right, over right. and done with. The other one, spoiler alert, you're fucking turning into something pretty fucked up. Right. Right. Um, and you don't die and you're just like a prisoner in your own body. So right. I would pick, I think this is the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. And like with Texas Chainsaw, it's just like, I mean, Sally, all she does is scream. Yeah. And (laughs) it's just a lot of fucking screaming. And even like what they're doing, the family is doing is just kind of like poking and prodding, basically. And she's just screaming and screaming. And this, you know, one, he can't vocalize. And two, they're like getting in his head, sort of. Yeah. And so it's a little more psychological torment, too. You just Uh, brought up a great point that I, I meant to ask. And... Again, another thing that just like I did not digest during this viewing when she injects him, mm-hmm. is that what stopped him from talking? Yeah. Yeah. So totally went over my head. I compl- I didn't even connect the dots. I'm not 100% sure, but um so a couple of serial killer things here. Um there was a serial killer in the 80s named uh Bob Berdella who like tortured six men. And one of the things that he would do was inject chemicals and like drain cleaner and stuff into their throats so they couldn't yell. So I'm wondering if that came from him. And then also the holes drilled in their head. That's something that Jeffrey Dahmer did. Really? Did he really? Yeah, but it was never successful. He uh, like he drilled the holes and then he tried at first he tried to put like bleach and cleaner and stuff and it would just kill them. And then he tried to use hot water, but it didn't They because he wanted a sex zombie essentially oh, and uh that did not work either but i assume, i assume that that's where those two things came from in that movie why do people suck so bad like fuck off leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> just like that's that's what danny says to jeffrey dahmer when he encounters him fuck I'm off right. leave me alone <laughs> both were gay men who killed men so you better watch out and i'm in freaking zodiac territory you yeah, are he's they <laughs> never caught him I'm like He's I'm very, still there um, somewhere, Danny. I'm very I I I'm very I'm on saying. edge and defensive when I when I like take Brewster out for walks at night. And I was like this when we were in Brooklyn too. Like I'm not nice to people on walks. I'm not mean to them, but I like I'll just like give them like a serious look. Like what what like what, um what you, I'm gonna, what, what I'm, gonna get you. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get you. Yeah. Maybe okay. I'm after you. Yeah. What what are we gonna fight? Like thought you were after I'm, me. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm gonna hurt you. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Like yeah. I'm also like wearing like bright orange sneakers and i've got like a weird <laughs> dog on my hat like it's... um okay so then uh we we um wake up at the table he can't yes. vocalize because of some kind of chemical put yep. into his throat mm-hmm. um he just has like that raspy really weak kind of like a frog kind of, oh, oh. Kind of like a frog. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> and then we get like a series of things that I was so 
just like lost in mm-hmm. because it's just so bizarre pleasant yeah that like when i went back to take notes i had to write like a whole bunch of things because mm-hmm. it all just happened so <laughs> you get the the chicken wing in his mouth then you get the finger in his mouth finger licking good finger licking good finger licking good the milk listen she has a milk mustache this whole time we're expected to take her seriously and she has a milk mustache <laughs> another reason why lola is childish she's she's rocking a milk mustache and then you get the oh my god the pee scene i wouldn't i would die i would have my i would my my (laughs) dick would be nailed because yeah stage fright fright. yeah if you have a shy bladder you're fucked i would just be like listen lola i know you're (laughs) i know we're having a moment and i know you're trying to kill me but like for a second can you just understand and like empathize with the fact that i just have stage fright i wasn't lying to you i think you're pretty cool um but uh, yeah, it's nothing personal. Please don't nail my dick to this chair. I just can't pee in this cup. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not you. It's the cup. It's crying. That was a part that, that Matt goes, man, this movie is fucked. <laughs> yeah, too much. I was like, ugh. I mean, I get it. It's not yeah. on a kink shame, but like, I guess she doesn't care. It's uh, yeah. I think that's the least of her worries. <laughs> um, but then he escapes. Yes. He escapes. Yes. And you are so happy. Um, he gets outside. Yep. And he's terrible at running away. Listen, <laughs> this whole, this, this quote unquote so frustrating. car chase. Um, <laughs> it was, it, it, it felt like the OJ Simpson car chase because like, I don't know if you guys know this, but the OJ Simpson car chase, you know, he was going like 40 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you really? grew up thinking that this was this crazy fucking car chase on the freeway where he's going like 90. No, he's going fucking 40 miles an hour during this car chase. Mm-hmm. And this is what it felt like because he's driving. The dad's driving like 10 miles an hour and then somehow still fucking hits the tree. Well, okay, so we giggled at that part because, like, it's it's in his own yard. This whole yeah. thing happens, and then he like hits the tree. But I and I took that as he was trying to like crush him. Yeah, I guess that's what I. That's why I thought he hit mm, the tree. I see. Yeah, like it was on purpose. But like the way it happens, it's kind of just like he just like rolls into it. It's like right. Dink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he could have easily probably stopped before then. Hmm. Oh, this is the most frustrating scene, though. Just him, like in the tree, uh, yeah, not doing more. Yeah, I was like, why? Like, you didn't like, have to go up that tree. Well, yeah. if even though he did, I'm pretty sure the fence was right next to it. He could have jumped out on the other side. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you exactly. might hurt your ankle a little bit. Yeah, but you've already, you know, almost had your PP nailed to the chair. Mm-hmm. Break your ankle. Yeah, it's um, worth it. but it gave me um, flatliners vibes. You never guys remember seen it. Flatliners? I've never seen it. Oh, no? I don't even know. I know I, what it is. I've seen it a long time ago. Or I never have, or I've seen parts of it. I yeah. Long story short, yeah. I have no idea what you're about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys should check it out. It's it's really good. It's uh, a Joel Schumacher movie. Huh. Um, Kevin Bacon, Kiefer mm-hmm. Sutherland, Julia Roberts, um, definitely Oliver Platt, or this whole movie. Also gets a shout out in the new Scream when they talk about um, reboots and how oh, like, yeah. the ones that like didn't work with audiences because they didn't quite 
they didn't play by requel rules. Mm. Okay. Movies she name drops. Right. Yeah, but I think it's Keith Sutherland has like a recurring dream about when he was a kid, they were throwing rocks at this kid in oh. a tree. Um, and then he like fell out or something. Um, it's a good movie. I recommend the original Flatliners. Uh, my oh. brother used to watch it a lot, I remember. Um, and then poor Brent, his uh, escape gave him some, uh, his failed escape yep. gave him some uh, pretty intense consequences. Yeah. Um, he got jesus did. He got jesus did. <laughs> he got. Uh, That's what we call uh, getting jesus did. <laughs> That's what we call getting the old Jesus in the foot. The old Jesus, the old, the old Jesus one, two. The old. What if one, when two, they stabbed him in the foot, he's like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> and they're like, like exactly. wow, this movie is so meta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he gets fucking knives just fucking hammered into his feet. But yeah. you know what I love about that scene is the whole um, where it gets real intense and he she's at, she's yelling at him to cry and he mm-hmm. won't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's he's that's metal, like, dude. He's fucking metal. It's fucking he metal, metal, dude. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really, it's a really cute scene. It's very um, cute, very sweet. <laughs> like a little day, and yeah. she's dabbing his feet into the ground. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's pretty cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. Wait, uh, I need to do that. It was pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then the next part. They uh they open up the latch under the carpet. Well, before that, they actually carve his chest yeah. with a fork. I thought, with a yeah. fork. Yeah, I did. I didn't write it. Yeah, I forgot. About they that. show all the previous victims with that, and then you know you remember mm-hmm. the guy in the beginning, but you're like, oh, that's not going to happen to him. He's the hero of the story, and they don't even not work, not worse, but like to just shock you even more. They don't even show it happening. It's just the next scene. It's like, yeah. we did it. It's uh-huh. like. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yep. Must have been a sharp fork. Yeah. Well, it ain't no yeah, idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Think about how bad that would fucking hurt. It's like the dragging through the skin. Yeah. Once it's oh yeah. Yeah. And having to like rip through. Yeah. <gasps> Why a fork, Lola? Why a spoon, cousin? Why not an axe? Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. She didn't even use a fork for her dinner. No, because it's finger licking good. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> um, I would argue but... that the food is finger licking good, and what she did was forking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> A plus, Danny. A plus. Just like that joke. Right. What if when she stabbed him? So the first time she stabs him in the foot, he's like Jesus, and then when she carves him, he's like, "What the fork?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> what the fork are you doing? <laughs> Holy mother forking shirt balls! <laughs> yeah, now we're opening the pit. Yeah, and it becomes a real people under the stairs moment. Mm-hmm. It does, but we don't yeah. see just just right, right now. We don't see what's down there. I think he right. hears something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you hear that like the the kind of froggy screaming sort yeah, of the raspies. that has given us. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they throw the possum down there. Well, they do have to keep those things alive. That's true. But like, why do they have to keep them alive? Why? What is the point of keeping them alive? What do you think, Zach? I don't know. Well, because they're fucked up. Who's fucked up? 
She's Lola and her daddy. Well, yeah, but like, why do they keep those people down there? Like, what is the point? They just open it to feed them and. Because they think it's I, fun. They, they drill like holes the, in their head to make them zombies. Well, yeah, but I thought it was like they did that to like get her someone to have a buddy with. I thought they were going to have a moment later until like as I was processing in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, that'd be so stupid. If When uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, spoiler alert, when Brent gets thrown down into the cellar and they're like coming after him. I thought he was going to like rip his shirt open and be like, look, I'm one of you. <laughs> like, they have matching scars. And they'd be like, oh, and they like start speaking in code. Oh, baby, baby, we belong together. <laughs> well, no, I thought the same thing, Danny, but I didn't go like a Superman. Fucking, I didn't go the Superman. Because at that point he had the drill in his head. So I thought they might like see him and see that he had the drill in his head too. And then he could like reason with them kind of like the people under the stairs where he's like, yeah. Hey, like, hang on. I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were just like, fuck it. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So God, that was creepy. I was not expecting that. So mm-hmm. the next part, best part of the movie. Is that the drill? Mm-hmm. Oh, this upset Man. me beyond words. I was watching it with Nina and she obviously had never seen it. She straight up gagged. Well, like I especially was just like uncomfortable because it's like, is this it? Am I just going to watch this guy just die? I was like, oh, I love that. They even had it smoking. Oh, oh. Trying, to <laughs> trying to get through all that bone. I know you always like yell at characters in a horror movie to like do something or not do something. And I get it. Like, if I was in this situation, maybe I can understand, like, how it's easier said than done. But, like, dude, he needed to put up a fight a little. Like, there were just moments where I was like, do something. Do something. Do something. He had his hands tied behind his back, and his feet were Jesus to the floor. I know. So, do you, like, I'm just thinking about this right now. Like, do you think in that moment you're about, like, you basically are going to die, right? You're never going to be the same again if they do what they're going to do. Do you think you could like lift your feet up and pull those knives out of the fucking? You know what I mean? Like it would be the fact that it would like be terribly painful. Stuff. But yeah. do you think you could like just? You're like this is it. Either I have to do this or I'm going to fucking die. I think you could. Yeah. Um, I'm a real big puss, and uh, I would just hope to die. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I would just. I would that. die the second they stabbed me in the foot. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm one of those like people, was... like in the event of an apocalypse, just take me. I'm yeah. fucking. Done. I'm fucking done here. Just take me. I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah, it's too you know? much. I can't. Like, ugh, so stressed. Can't watch 90 Day Fiance anymore. Just, t- just take me. But yeah, so our main character gets drilled in the head. Does the. Princess Daddy Dance happened before the drill. I do, yeah, because I wrote while they dance. Brett uses the necklace with the blade to cut himself free. They almost kiss, and then the, then the cellar. No, yeah, so it's after because he gets free when they're dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so when he does finally break free, um, after the I've got to break free. <laughs> I've got to break free. (laughs) 
listen, sorry, side note. I sing that in my head every time I'm walking behind people that are walking too slow. Yeah. Remember a few weeks ago when I told you guys not to let me sing anymore? Uh, but we oh, just yeah. joined we joined the band. Mm-hmm. So when he finally okay. gets free, that's where you were. Yeah, he so he finally breaks free. <laughs> We've there's been a botched drilling. Well, no, the drilling wasn't botched. There's been a Correct. botched um, brain boil. Brain boil. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way he cuts the dad's face. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like this huge gash. It's like you could lift up his cheek. Yeah. (laughs) And then he stabs him. So he pulls the knives out of his feet Mm -hmm. and just goes to fucking town on his neck. Yep. Between this and the new scream, I've been watching too many neck stabs. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get the uh, people under the stairs. The people in the pit kids. This fucking episode is so goddamn metal. I can't even. So fucking metal, bro. Especially because I'm here. They don't call me. They don't call me Danny the Metalhead Salem for nothing. They also don't even call me that. No. Yeah, so when he's in the pit and he with has... With the pit kids. With the pit, pit kids. kids. We get the very unfortunate killing of the police officer. Oh, yeah. Which... Um, you see it coming. It's kind of inevitable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It makes me sad. <laughs> makes me sad. Yeah. Especially now that I know what he's been through. Yeah. But that was a really high pit that was really deep um it doesn't seem like the pile of bones that he uses to climb out on um was that high and those bones were sturdy those aren't your (laughs) run-of-the-mill bones that fall down mounds bones bones are pretty sturdy those are sturdy bones what if what if we got back he had built like a ladder like (laughs) macgyvered a ladder out of the bones (laughs) <laughs> and the zombies are just watching. They're like, wow, that's pretty good. Um, so Holly realizes um, that it's Linda. Mm-hmm. Linda? Lola. Lola. <laughs> I was like, Linda? Oh, yeah. Is that somebody's mother? <laughs> Again, one thing that I missed, and I was like, do I need to rewind this? And I just didn't. How? What What? What did she see? I feel like I just like totally missed something. I think she just remembered. She was like laying in bed yeah. and she just like had a memory of him saying, oh, it was that's Lola. right. They were in the car. Okay. Yeah. And he right. had told her who asked him to prom. Um, and so okay. she called the police officer and he went over there. Um, and then she just went over too, I guess. Um, right. Everyone okay. knows where Lola Stone lives. Yeah. Which is weird. But they don't hear the screaming. Right. <laughs> well, it was pretty. Um, I think they had it nice and proofed because even when he was like yelling, he couldn't hear him. It wasn't until he started throwing the flashlight up and banging on the floor true. that he right heard it. That's true. And then Holly encounters Lola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she encounters her on the road, and they have a I'm scuffle. Gonna, I'm gonna go kill your mommy like you killed my daddy. <laughs> my daddy. Him in the and then I'm gonna go rip Holly's heart out. 
Blocky, you ripped out mine. <laughs> that's good. Oh, we should do um, table readings that's instead right. of like full on episodes. <laughs> but I do Casey love. Just plays everyone. I do love in movies when there's like a struggle or a fight and there's no music. Oh it's yeah, me just too. Yeah. Natural sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so. That's so fun. I think it makes it much more intense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you're ever oh, in yeah. that situation, you're not. There's no score. Right. That's yeah. the trouble with real life. There's no danger music. There's no danger music. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a great moment where they're in the car and Lola's like crawling. Oh, I down. love that. It's such her- like she's straight up like a monster. <laughs> yeah. Her wrist yeah. is broken. Oh, is sticking out. So she's good. Using it the looks- knife to like pull herself forward. You hear him like clink, drag, mm-hmm. clink, mm-hmm. drag. And she looks like she's not even in pain, like nothing fades. No, her. like a true princess. Like a true princess, you know. Play the role. Um, yeah. So that yeah, Brent hits her with the car, going oh, the, going I, forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she starts crawling, doing that mm-hmm. creepy crawl, mm-hmm. and then and it's they, oh my god, that that really fucking slow push. Yes. Into her eyes. It's all slow until it hits her. Uh huh. So then fun. it's over. Then it's over real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Casey, we I'm sorry, but we do get a happy ending um, for the most part. Two thumbs a, down. <laughs> a uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, mom reunion hug. That was a sweet That's little right. moment. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so sweet. <laughs> My innocent heart needed that hug so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted Lola to come back and cut them all. Imagine if it did. Like it just became another type of movie, and she just comes back for the dead, and it's like kills them, and then like cuts to black. Lola mm-hmm. will return, and the loved ones too. <laughs> um, oh. I like that Brent uh, kills the monster with the car, and I made a note. I said, mm. "Now, oh. instead yeah. of being a ve- a literal vehicle for grief, it is now a literal vehicle for revenge." Yes. Yeah. He nice. needed that like arc with the car because he wouldn't mm-hmm. get in because of his dad. And now he uses yep. it. He uses his fears to his advantage to kill the monster. Yeah. So what is his redemption? And the fact that the whole reason he crashed the car to begin with was because mm-hmm. of that same monster. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's even better. That. My goodness. That was a wow. tight little movie. Yeah. 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 Now that like you um, guys are explaining things that I missed, like, <laughs> that connect important I plot elements, <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, that's a good movie. All okay. right, um, let's go over our favorite reveals. All right. Um, as usual, I'm going to preface this uh, answer or response with, I'm not sure if this counts, um, but because uh, I don't know if they're the monster, they're not, but like they're monstrous. Oh yes. Uh, the 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 dates who are in the cellar yeah the pit kids okay the pit kids mm-hmm. that was like i was like what mm-hmm. i literally was just not, my brain just wasn't even in that realm so that when that was revealed it just it's pretty engaging stuff yeah yeah great yeah um because it like it goes to almost like completely new territory it's almost yeah. like a totally different kind of horror movie mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. not really Mm-hmm. it's still yeah it's like, still totally grounded within reality yeah yeah um i think mine is the just the overall reveal of the 
table, like the, the scene, mm-hmm. the scene, um, that's true where that's he wakes true. up from his being kidnapped and he's there dressed up in a tux and yep. he sees everybody. He sees the fucking lady bright eyes with the hole in her head, just mm-hmm. kind of sitting there. Um, and that then he sees good. Lola and it's almost like he's, he knows he's in this fucked up situation, but it's not like they're strangers. He sees Lola and he's like, yeah. Oh, fuck, I know why I'm in this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This girl is batshit crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite. I did that's have a all- question really quick about bright eyes. Mm-hmm. Are we to, cause they, the daddy mentions at one point where he's like, don't go too far with the drill. Did they go too far with the drill with bright eyes? Is that why she's just like no? The they put the boiling, basically they, like just, that was what they were trying to do with all of them. They put the boiling water in them because yeah. the ones downstairs are like rabid. Yeah, I think that was just to because if they made her like that, then she wouldn't just be a quiet sex slave. So I think that was just done for the movie's sake. That's fair. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought there was yeah. more to that. Like they just like look. This is what happens if you go too far. You're going right. to turn them into which, a Which that's a good question because then it, you know, it brings up the fact like how long has he been doing this? Yeah. So like he clearly has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, God, people scare uh, me. Mm-hmm. This movie just like gave me another reason to be afraid of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just don't say no to a girl when she asks you to the school dance, Danny. Yeah. That's right. You're good. God, Danny's gone to a lot of dances lately. <laughs> <laughs> like he's too- it's weird. He's like 30 years old and I don't understand, I don't understand what's happening. Uh Casey, what about you? Mine is also the table one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's time for a segment I like to call the real monster. Run, run, run as fast as you can. I'm the gingerbread man! You're a monster! I'm not a monster here, you are! You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! I have a couple real monsters. Go for it. Me too. Number one is my my serious one. Uh, Holly for using the R word. And on a lighter note, my real monster is actually Lola in a different sense um, for asking Brent to the school dance on the day of knowing Mm -hmm. he has a girlfriend and Mm -hmm. being surprised that he says no. Yeah. So it's Lola. Yeah. Lola is the real monster for not being a planner. Yes. That's a better way to say it. So unorganized. Come on. For not planning ahead. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You got to blame the parents. Uh, What do you guys got? guidance. Danny. I have three. I have Brent for, wasting the bullets when he's in the cellar he's just like i'm like stop shooting stop it stop Mm -hmm. it like drove me (laughs) crazy um jamie the friend when he goes to the dance is weird like bell bottom but they aren't (laughs) bell bottom pants we we have not talked at all about jamie and mia a little bit about mia but yeah they i i love jamie's character well Mm -hmm. i appreciate it so much more knowing that this poor girl is doing these things because it's like mm-hmm. part of her grieving process. Mm-hmm. That's why like even the dad at the end isn't mad at him. He's just like, right. Thanks for getting her home safe. At least, you know, like mm-hmm. she's going through shit. Um, mm-hmm. So I appreciate it more going back, but yeah, <laughs> Jamie's a character. He's mm-hmm. just like at the end when he brings her home and he's like, 
Must have danced her off her feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but okay, yeah. So his his bell bottoms. Yeah, and my my final one. A little bit of a twist, guys. You're not gonna like it. It's you guys, Casey and <laughs> for Zach. making you watch this movie. <laughs> For not just because of the movie. I like the movie, but for making me watch a dog slowly die on screen. And not one, but two different scenes. Not happy about that. Yeah. Sons of bitches. It didn't really die. That's true. It's It's movie magic. Movie magic. Um, So I have Jamie and Mia because they are headbanging in the car and they have zero rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) yes okay Um, this movie is fucking metal but the characters in it not so much they're no they're (laughs) definitely acting uh i have dad daddy for actually hitting the tree when he's chasing brent in the yard (laughs) and um i also have brent for using all of the bullets on a goddamn disco ball Mm -hmm. he shot the disco ball into pieces that like exploded yeah (laughs) i was like what? With theatrics, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right then. That right. about does it for the loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have seen the movie, hopefully, if you've listened to this episode, you've seen the movie, um, and you want to talk more about it, tweet us at I Met Your Monster on Twitter, or send us an email at Zach at How I Met Your Monster. Um, and let's hear your thoughts on the loved ones. Yeah. Um, Tell us about it, Stud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and make sure to check out our updated website. It is still howimetyourmonster.com, but it's got a nice little new uh, new little look to it. Um, from there, you can sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date on new episodes and contests and giveaways and things. Uh, you can visit our Tee Public shop, um, and you can listen to the episodes right on the right on the platform there, right on the Ooh. website. So um, check that out, howimetyourmonster.com. And uh, don't forget to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Um, ratethispodcast.com slash monster uh, we like to hear good things about us <laughs> we have tiny egos <laughs> <laughs> um, you may be surprised but we have those tiny tiny egos teeny tiny teeny tiny um, alright and next week we will get into the month of love the month of love, February. Let's get it on. It's love month. <laughs> Ooh, let's get, get it, it on. on. Um, what is that? Great... Song number 12. Something like that, man. 12 or 13 or 14. Um, we've got a great lineup for February. We're kicking things off with the zombie comedy, My Boyfriend's Back, which is actually a Sean Cunningham oh, production, um, which I, I never knew. Oh, I didn't know recently. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to jump in guys great opportunity for us to have just started singing literally based on a song <laughs> so is this episode going to be called how I met your monster the musical yes oh, please. Okay. Um, and then we're going into a valentine's day classic my bloody valentine from 1981 mm-hmm. I believe um and then we're going to go into a movie we've been wanting to do for a long time. Oh, yeah. The Fly. Um, which is not that movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
which is a uh, is known for its body horror elements, but it's a it's a good love story. So we'll do. So that. the flies. Then... It's sort of like a Spider Man or the Batman or yeah, just like, like a superhero that. kind of. Okay. Yep. So Super bring the movie. kids. Check it out. Bring, bring the part kids. Of the MCU. Watch it with the family. Um, uh, and then lastly, at the end of February, we'll dive into Dracula. Bram Stoker's oh, cool. Dracula. We'll dive into Dracula, Dracula like a steak. Yeah. Dives into <laughs> a vampire's heart. That's right. Mm. Nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Now go meet some monsters. Go right ahead. Meet those <laughs> monsters. Go right ahead. Meet them today. Go right ahead and meet those monsters. Go right ahead. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And although we did have fun with this episode, it is important to remember that if you or someone you love is in emotional distress or having suicidal thoughts, there is help. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. my heart too broken do i cry too much am i too outspoken Don't